1: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network.
3: Presented by DraftKings as we say hi on a Thursday, 22nd of February. I'm Patrick Maher live from actually a beautiful, after all the rain, hopefully in Las Vegas, across the country, a beautiful, sunny Los Angeles today as we say hi. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. We're freaking loaded today. We've got Josh Applebaum coming up in a bit, VSIN betting analyst. Matt McCall, former Chattanooga, UMass head coach, talking college hoops. Alan Bell, part of the family, betting analyst. And Bobby Stanley. Of course, a betting analyst over at PicksWise as well. Now, speaking of being loaded, we've got 11 on the ice. We've got 12 as the NBA is back from the all-star break and plenty of angles. I'm excited to get to the association coming up here in just a bit. A big night on the college wood as well. 64 across college hoops. And did you know, it's all happening, people. Spring training baseball, the Dodgers and Padres, Cactus League is with a big guy rolling his eyes. He's excited. He's a big seam head. As we say hi to you, we've got some NFL stories as well. We're going to touch on here over the next three hours, including Chris Sims, who is opinionated. I like Sims, the son of Phil Sims, works over at NBC with Florio. He said this dude is the most overrated player, not just quarterback, in the NBA. We'll tell you who it is coming up in just a little bit. Also, Combine Week is next week, so it's draft season. All the innuendo speculation continues. And speaking of which, we're going to have a conversation. There's like nine legit free agent running backs across the NFL, so we're going to have that conversation coming up in a little bit. But we say hi to the big guy live downtown Las Vegas at the D. His name is Dustin Sweetelson. You can find him on Twitter at Dustin Sweetelson. He's feeling himself today. Because he was flexing a little bit about the flex last night at the gym with his Brazilian personal trainer, and he said, "Bro,
4: I went hard." So we say hi to the big guy. What's cracking, Dusty? Yeah, I had an instance happen last night at the gym that's never happened before, and that is uh, my ab cramped cramped up. I know it's hard to find. You have to navigate. Need a little uh, little ways action to find my abs underneath all of this. <laughs> but at one point, we were working out. And I went, "Hold on!" and I stood up, and I'm like, "What's happening?" and it felt like electric shock, first on the right side, then the left side. And I guess when you've never used a muscle group before, when you start using it, it kind of gets upset. You know, I do like that you used Waze as the allegory because Waze
3: takes you on more twists and turns than Google Maps. So to get to that six pack, we probably got to take a couple of turns. <laughs> maybe some back road. I find myself in a subdivision trying to get to a main road, trying to find that gut. You know what I'm saying, big guy. Now, it is exciting. We got to give a shout out to Bill AD, who's going to give one of you that joins the Get Fit Cut em Up Season Challenge here on Sharp Money. So we've got a little cross promo going. Of course, JVT and Tim Murray in primetime, which follows sharp money. JVT weighed in at 300 pounds. You never would think it looking at him, but Jonathan Von- Von Tobel 300 pounds. The big guy, Dustin Swedelson, cracking the scale at 377. Now, whatever you weigh, if you want to get healthy as well, you can be involved and like we said, good job on you. Bill AD is going to give one of you a year extension or a year of becoming a VSN pro. So I love this idea. We're going to have it go all the way up until the Chiefs kick off the new NFL season. I just like the idea over a long summer. So there's kind of
4: the vibes of everybody getting healthy. So I'm looking forward to it, big guy. Yeah, I like that. We're doing it over the long haul. We're not doing a short term thing. Let's try to be consistent about it. There's going to be up weeks and down weeks, hopefully more down weeks in the end, kind of like handicapping, right? You hope you have more winning days than you do losing days. That's the mindset for this weight loss. By the way, <laughs> JBT's in trouble. If we're, if we're handicapping early, he's in trouble. Why? He's tr- he's just because Here's what I would say. You know what? I'll text him right now. I'm going to see
3: if we were to set uh, a number, if we were to set odds on this. I, I got to be honest with you. I've known you for a long time. We started a weight challenge like five years ago because you were tipping the scales about 385. Now you've gone through a lot of roller coaster rides, yeah. flexing on Instagram about how healthy you are. You actually took shirtless pictures. But now we're back to where we started, which is generally how weight loss goes yeah. now back to 30- 377. So just because of the track record and a little put
4: a little pressure on you, I think I think i would make jonathan von tobel the favorite i have more to lose so there's more percentage to work with and we're going off percent so i think i should be a slight favorite here i would say he has better work ethic he is less lazy than me that's an element we have uh i generally don't care about myself as a human being at times that's an issue but he does have the kids he has to take care of and his wife who he has to make happy so i think it's close he's a shorter favorite than you would think
3: Big guy, let's get to the show business for today again. I know I'm annoying a lot of you with this phrase, but it's important. An avalanche of picks every single day right here on Sharp Money. We've got, I've got three from Thomas Gable over at the Borgata. We've got a ton from Samich, but I'll let the big guy take it from here. While you do and fill us in on how our friends and family did yesterday on the program, I'm going to text JBT for that price.
4: All right, so the, uh, the leaderboard from yesterday, are newcomers, Julian Edlow, Alan Bell will be on the show later uh, this afternoon. Both of them gave out one play. Both of them were winners yesterday. Our guy Mike Samich is going to be feeling himself because according to my data here, he went three and one yesterday. And then uh, I went two and one as a winning day for myself. So a uh, strong, strong. What was yesterday? Wednesday performance from the family. Okay, big guy. Now, what do we have today? Let's go through it. Oh, today we have a lot. Samich has a million bets and I'm actually aligned with him somewhat on one of them. It's just don't don't don't. Samich is such
3: a freaking show off. Now, here's the problem. And I I know I'm interrupting you. I do apologize. Here's the problem. with Samich. I do. I apologize. Uh, Here's the problem with Samich. He's a VEASAN host. He, along with Wes, I think you would agree, put him right there amongst the sharpest at the network. Samich has a math brain that's ridiculous. We love Wes, those two, and everybody else is very, very good as well. I'm not trying to denigrate anybody, I assure you. Now, with Samich, I feel like he got in his feelings because Halterman, part of the family, and you and I went and called him Midlife Samich because he was wearing the backward cap and it was
4: covering his eyebrows. So I'm curious, did he send us a video today? He did. He did. And he has a million plays. And you just brought something up. We had Wes on the show yesterday and you said Wes is probably the sharpest guy at VEASAN. And maybe that's why we have so many picks from Samich, because while he's going through the midlife crisis, he heard you compliment someone else. And now he's coming over the top with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven plays today. Okay, what else we got today? Uh, Aaron Halteman's got uh, three on the ice, one in college hoops, and then our buddy Will Hill has a play in the big wheel 10. Wheel. Will Hill. Uh,
3: okay, so I do have an answer. Okay, so cool. So, again, just to reiterate, thank you, big guy. Edlo, great job. Bell, great job. Got off to a great start. Samage, three and one yesterday. You mentioned big guy. You went two and one. That's a winning day. Halterman, one and two, but the Prince, the plus money Prince, has been killing it. Uh, Gable didn't have a great day, but he's going to bounce back today. So, if you're going to be sticking around for the three hours, remember at the end of the show as well, we're always going to recap. Almost like when you read an article over at vsyn.com, you get through the article and the picks at the bottom that's kind of how the show works as well we're going to have those picks at the end samich has got a boatload six picks halterman four picks will hill and i've got two in the nba two in college hoops the big guy's got a plethora of course per usual and we should mention that the submissions Dustin get off your phone. Look at me right here. Focus. I'll take care of the JVT text. There you go. The, right. He, you know, I love you. But come on. I I noticed earlier when I went to you pause because you were looking at your phone. Now, Dustin, you told me this morning sharp money survivors blowing up like oh. the submissions are coming in. Now, here's the thing. We had our buddy, Mr. McDonough. He busted yesterday after starting hot on Monday. So next Monday, Sharp Money Survivor. We can throw up the graphic. I love it. They did a great job with it back. Thank you, boys. Appreciate that. They did a great job. He did a great job to start it off, but he busted on Tuesday. So how it works, at sharpmoneyatveesan.com. Send in your submission. Why you should be part of Sharp Money Survivor. You have to be a VEASAN pro. Sign up for $9.99. And then on Monday, we're going to start it again. Great job in the back, boys. Showing the rules for Sharp Money Survivor, big guy.
4: Yeah, look, I've got a lot of submissions, and people are are trying to lay it on thick with the sell job. And by the way, I'm okay with that. You got to sell me. Why should I choose you on Monday? When you send your play, you're going to email sharpmoney at vs.com. You're going to have a play for the day. You win, you keep going till you lose. Shoot till you miss here. And I don't know, guys like my guy Anthony with this lo- really long, sweet message about how he loves VEASAN and betting and all this. And how VEASAN made him a better better. I got a, a few Michaels in my inbox here, a few Williams. Like, there's a bunch of different guys. George, Any ladies? Steve. Any uh, No, it's my inbox. That's why there's no ladies. If it was your inbox, there probably let's, would be ladies. No, but let's do this. Let's challenge because we know... Women also like
3: to bet and women like to watch vCN. Why don't we challenge you ladies to get involved? Sharpmoney at vCin.com. There's nothing wrong with that, big guy. Okay. Yeah, I if do you're have, if you're single, just like let me know in the message too, and that'll help you go to the top of the chart. It's not Tinder. It's literally email for contents on the show. Right. So do me a favor. Just take it down a notch. Now we do have an we do have odds. We do have pricing for the Jonathan Von Toble and Dustin weight challenge. Now this was sent from Jonathan. So I think he's sandbagging. He is. He is so sad. JVT, I'm sorry. I'm a lot older than you, as you always mention. But I wasn't born yesterday. All right. So Jonathan said, I'd probably make Dustin a slight favorite. So minus 120 JVT, even money on the weight loss challenge. Now, this is going to be by percentage. I'm going to say this right now.
4: I just know you too well. So I'm going to take the even money. I think you should. I think I would too. I think JVT has carved out a smart schedule with his life. He's very good. He's very good when it comes to going to the gym more than I am. I quit the gym as many times as I've started a diet. I'm not consistent with the gym. He's better at going to the gym than me. I think JVT's the play. Well, like he says in the note, you
3: do have a personal trainer, and he doesn't, and he has a family. If you don't win this contest, I don't know how to say this, but it's a failure. You're, you're, It's a failure. It's an abject failure if you don't win this. You know what it is? It's Kyle Shanahan. Super Bowl. You're up 10. You got to win this. You don't have anything against
4: you. You got an all-star team, a trainer, and no kids. But it's a double loss because not only will I lose the contest and not lose enough weight, but I will have lost money along the way paying the trainer to train me.
3: Right. So my advice to you, Win the freaking contest. All right, now you Got just Got a huge me. show.
4: We needed to create where I'm an underdog now. I may be the favorite on the betting board, but in my mind, I'm now the underdog. That's what we just did there. Bubble Watch College Basketball next.
5: AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
6: This is Sharp Money
1: with Patrick Maher
3: on v the Sports Betting Network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. This is v the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher live from Los Angeles. Hope you're having a nice week. It's a busy day. You got a ton on the college hardwood. The NBA is back. You've got spring training baseball, a little Cactus League. What's up, Josh Applebaum? We've got, of course, 11 on the ice as well as we bring in the crew. Dustin Sweetison live downtown Las Vegas. Josh Applebaum bumping around Massachusetts. Of course, v betting analyst got a great article up today on college hoops, betting splits in his college basketball plays. We say, what's up, Josh? How are you?
7: What's going on, boys? Patrick, uh, Dustin, great to be with you. First off, are you guys okay in terms of your cell phone coverage? Were you victimized by the AT&T outage today? Is everyone okay? Can I text you guys? Is everything all right? Yeah. People were tripping out about not being I mean, I
3: do believe Dustin, you can correct me, but if you had an outage, as long as you had Wi-Fi, you yeah. could still
4: use your phone. Right. Ja? Right. Right. Dustin. Yeah. I, I wish I was affected. Less messages coming in. <laughs> kind of have some moments of peace where you don't have to be on your phone. Built an excuse. Probably should have ran with that one. Uh, yeah. As long as you're on Wi-Fi, you can do whatever you need. A
3: little bit of a flex there from Dustin that he's very popular. I think that's what we'd call that. Yeah. Jo- Josh, the state of college hoops. Again, you wrote the article today. I encourage everybody to go check it out. You did send over, it looks like, four college basketball plays. We'll get to a couple of those for the rest of them. You got to go check out Josh's article. And you do have a play in the NBA. But we were talking about that home court, for example, a game tonight where I believe Arizona's laying 13, 13 and a half. Here comes Washington State, Arizona, the class of the Pac-12, but they lost in Pullman earlier this year. They turn around and come back home. They're beating teams by an average of 23 in league play. So this home court this year has been a premium.
7: Yeah, it's been so huge, Patrick and Dustin. I think this is a big part of at least when you're handicapping a game. Does it mean you bet every home team? No, but it's just one of the boxes you want to check off because let's just think about it from a human perspective, guys. You know, these are not adults. These are not professional players. These are college kids. And when you're in college, You got to deal with travel, whether it's on a plane, on a bus, you know, it can really be difficult. A lot of these kids is the first time they're really traveling on a consistent basis. So the pros are really used to it. And I think one thing that the public overvalues we see in like the NFL is home field advantage in terms of, you know, used to be three points. Now it's like one and a half or two, but college basketball is one sport in particular where the home court is a huge advantage. If you look at, if you go to ESPN.com, Patrick and, and Dustin, you just look at the conference records, one loss, Pretty much every team you look at has a winning record at home and a losing record on the road. Now, obviously that seems like it's an obvious thing, but we're also looking at covering numbers here. So to your point, Patrick, you know, when I'm looking at home road, I'm looking at situations where you have a a really short home favorite. Like if you're a home favorite, maybe minus one, you get up to minus two, you have the line move in your favor and you're good at home versus a team who's bad on the road. Maybe you have a Ken Palm edge there as well. That's something to look forward to. And then also, uh, you know, we were talking earlier and Dustin was mentioning some system matches that I really value. Two ranked teams take the home favorite. It's very, very simple here, but if both teams are ranked, the home favorite is covering the number around 60% of the time over the last three years. Also, unranked home favorite, first-ranked opponent. We saw it again yesterday with New Mexico getting a win over San Diego State, Uh, and angle there was uh, Moneyline, straight up. Now, that was a bit of a high price. They were like minus seven. They didn't cover the spread. But if you can get those kind of short home favorites that are good at home, the other team is struggling on the road to travel, to me that's a really good angle to back. The systems, Josh,
4: You're, you stick by your systems. You have certain ones that jump out to you each day. When it comes to all the sports you bet, you have NFL systems. You stand by a lot of primetime stuff. I know for a fact uh, a lot of underdog favorite, how, how the line moves. You do it in the NBA. How do you rate the systems in college basketball where there's some obscurity, some unknowns with a lot of these smaller schools? Like, How, how high, or what's the ranking of sports for your system plays in college versus the other sports?
7: Yeah, it's a great question Dustin. I think you got to kind of take one each one, each individually. Now to me, systems are, it all starts with the NFL. I mean, my angle there is obviously leaning on underdogs, primetime dogs. You mentioned it. One of my favorites is if you're a contrarian dog with a line move in your favor in a divisional game, like let's say the Patriots are playing the jets, you know, the jets are only getting 30% of bets. They see the line fall, you know, plus six down to plus five. Those are the ones that I love to see because football, you got to remember, it's the most public sport as well. So a lot of my systems are situational based, but also you want to apply a bet against the public angle. So that's why, to me, NFL is really the best. It doesn't matter, you know, what the teams are. You know, we talk windy unders, how that can really benefit, uh, you know, lower scoring games as well. But I think in college, you know, we, we mentioned the unranked home favorite, ranked opponent, two ranked teams take the home favorite. But the other system that I really like. I've got to come up with a good name for it. I kind of call it the obscure line move system. And we've talked about it before on Sharp Money. It's when you get these added games or extra games with a six-digit rotation number that the public wants nothing to do with, yet you see a line move. That, to me, is a great system because it kind of applies the the idea of, hey, you don't have contrarian value because the public doesn't want to bet. Kennesaw State and Murray State but if you see a line move it's be almost always sharp driven because the pros have targeted that game and remember pros don't care if it's Kentucky UNC or Kennesaw State Murray State if they have uh you know an edge where they have a, a number that's better one than what the odds makers are offering they're going to hit it so I think you want to weigh them all differently Dustin and again one system that is good in one sport may not be good in the other but if you do it long enough and you go through multiple seasons and you've been doing it you know, I've been looking at systems since 2011. You kind of learn over time the ones to really bank on. And again, just make sure each one lines up with the sport that you're betting.
3: Well, Josh is deep in his college basketball bag tonight. We're going to start with the Drexel Dragons and the Hofstra Pride. Let's go, Josh Applebaum. Hofstra's laying four, hosting the Dragons, 136 on the total.
7: Yeah, Patrick, this one caught my eye. It's not an add-a-game extra game, but this was kind of the biggest overnight line move. So mentioning systems here, one thing that I look at is as soon as the line drops, where does it move? And again, is there buyback? Does it move one direction and come back the other way? Or does it just get hit, 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 and never come back? That would um, rank here or match here with, the, with Hofstra Pride. So I like Hofstra here. Uh, Hofstra open at minus two and a half guys. They immediately got hammered up to minus three and a half minus four. Some shops are even maybe hinting at a four and a half here. It's a lower bet game, but it's been consistently sharp money on Hofstra. So there's been no buyback. They're only getting around 68% of bets, but over 80% of the money. So that's further evidence to me that the bigger wagers are going Hofstra. They have the better effective field goal percentage, better three point percentage, better free throw percentage. And we just talked about this home road. Hofstra is nine and two at home. Drexel is five and nine on the road. Also, you're getting into conference games where these teams are playing each other for the second time. Revenge angle. uh, You had Hofstra lose to Drexel by just two points on the road the last time they played. And then again, mentioning system matches, this goes to the angle of home teams, but in the CAA conference, when you have two teams from the CAA play each other, the home favorite is 48 and 12 straight up 80%. So I went money line here. I got a minus 180. I know it's a little bit high, But I hate to, you know, lay a four, have a win by one, two or three, you lose your better, you push a four. So this is a money line bet for me going with Hofstra.
3: Okay, Josh, let's keep it going. We've got the College of Charleston. It's a beautiful city. If you haven't bet the College of Charleston, by the way, the campus. um, Well, I'll just stay off of that. College of Charleston is at (laughs) Delaware tonight and College of Charleston's laying a point and a half, 156 on the total.
7: Yeah, so Patrick, Elise and I are looking for our next vacation. Charleston is kind of on that top list here. We're looking at New Orleans, uh, maybe Austin, Texas, Nashville, Charleston's right up there. But anyway- I'll say as a married man, back to my point
3: about the campus of
7: College of Charleston, stay away from the campus. You understand what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, Patrick. Yes, I'm just gonna keep my eyes straight and not look toward the campus here. But uh, I'm gonna go with Delaware in this one, actually, Patrick. Uh, And this is uh, another thing I like to have fun with. The Ken Palm sound the alarm play. Woo, woo. I love that hey. a, a shameless plug to do the to do the sound effect there, Patrick. But what does that mean? It means that Ken Palm has a team winning the game outright when they're a dog in the market getting points. So my angle here is take the one and a half with Delaware. Ken Palm has Delaware winning this game uh, by one point. So if we're getting a one and a half and he's got them winning, that's actual value right there. But it's not just the Ken Palm edge. The line's going to Delaware. They open getting plus two. They're down to plus one and a half a uh, better effective field goal percentage. Uh, also a great bet split only 40% of spread bets, but 70% of spread money. And it's kind of fishy. Patrick Charleston is 20 and seven. They're a really good team this year. Why did la- the line open so short and why is it fallen toward the blue hens? So I'm going blue hens. Give me Delaware plus one and a half.
3: Let's sneak in an NBA play before we say goodbye, Josh, the Lakers, as we open up the final third of the season, the Lakers are at the warriors tonight. The warriors are laying six and 243 on the total.
7: Yeah. So a little move here toward the Warriors, Patrick, I'm not going to touch the side here. It has moved a bit to a golden state, like minus four and a half to minus six, but I'm going to go over here. I'm going to root for some points in this one. And it's kind of a very, you know, kind of uh, under the radar kind of contrarian play to the over. You wouldn't think so. This is a TNT game tonight. It's 10 o'clock. This is going to be your most heavily bet game of the night. Typically in those games, you're going to get 80, 90% of bets going over. It's a thirsty Thursday Lakers, Warriors, a lot of offense, sweat the over, right? But actually, the percentages don't tell that story. Right now, only 47% of bets are going over in this game, but it accounts for almost 80% of the money. And the line has ticked up here, Patrick. It opened 241 and a half. It's been up to 242 and a half, 243. The other fishy thing is no LeBron here. So you would think or you would assume no LeBron, that's going to hurt the offense, right? But actually LeBron, he slows the pace down a little bit when he's off the court. They're actually a better offensive efficiency team. You saw the last game he missed. I think they put up 138 uh, against Utah and really sailed that, uh, that number to the over. You have two, three over refs. Hopefully you get a lot of whistles here. A lot of free throws. Both teams are top 11 in pace. Uh, they're bottom 15 in defense. And I was kind of looking at both these teams from a over perspective. These are the two of the best over teams in the NBA. Patrick golden state, is 30 and 23 to the over, fourth best in the NBA. They're 18 and 10 to the over at home. And the Lakers are 31 and 26 to the over, eighth best, but they're the number one over team on the road. On the road, the Lakers are 20 and 8 to the over. So public's hmm. actually split or leaning under, yet the total's going up. I'm looking for a game where both teams get in the 120s, Patrick. I'm gonna go over. Uh I found a 242 and a half over. 242 and a half Lakers,
3: Warriors, Josh Applebaum on the over with some great stats. Married to the market. That's Josh Applebaum. And by the way, always doing some great. Always, you got to stay married to the game. (laughs) Doing some great writing for us over at vsin.com betting splits and college basketball plays. There's a couple more. I encourage you to go read it and check them out. Josh, you're the best at josh underscore insights on Twitter. And we'll talk to you next Thursday. Okay. Looking forward to it, guys. Have a great night. Okay. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate you. VSIN betting analyst Josh Applebaum. When we come back, the association is back, and I've got a game circled, big guy. That's in Oklahoma City tonight with the Clippers in town. We'll discuss that next. Here, Sharp Money. This is Sharp Money with
8: Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network.
3: Okay, become a, D- a VSIN Pro daily best bets, access to the betting splits, which you love, upcoming big dance betting guide, and more, including all the picks. VSIN.com slash pro to sign up. Our guy, coach Matt McCall, of course, NBC Sports, field to 68. You can find coach on Twitter at Coach Matt McCall, of course, UMass Chattanooga head coach, SOCON coach of the year in 2016. And with that, we say hi to Coach. He's got his owls playing tonight in the American with a big matchup against uh, SMU. We'll get to that in a second, Coach. As we say hi, I want to talk about another team you coached, and that is Florida and Bama last night with the fireworks. A 98-93 to win for Nate Oates in Alabama. What I found fascinating, Coach, is... It didn't go right for them. They couldn't hit threes, yet they still hold on and win. That's good for a team heading into a conference tournament and the tournament in general, have things not go their way and still win a big game like that.
8: Yeah, Pat, my only concern is it's just they had the game won in overtime. They're up five, and they come down and continue to bomb three-point shots. (laughs) And it's just like, and I get that's what they do. That's their... That's their M.O. That's how they're, they're built. But when you have the game won, there's no need to come down and keep hoisting shots. So that's my only concern with Alabama, and that's why I have concerns with them making a run to Phoenix. Would I be shocked if they're in the second round or the third round in the Sweet 16? No, I wouldn't be shocked because I think they're really good, and I think Nate Oates is a good coach. But last night, to me, just brought up a lot of concerns just in terms of, hey – you had the game won. I know there's the old saying live by the three, die by the three. But when the game is in hand, there's no need to continue to come down and bomb up those shots. So that's my biggest concern with Alabama. I think they're really good. And again, they could come, you know, they could get to the NCAA tournament and just continue to shoot those shots and, and make a run. I just think it's hard to play that style because I think when you get the NCAA tournament, you have to be willing to adjust. Uh, but it was a great win. Florida still had a shot in the air in overtime after being down five. Um, so, you know, Alabama right there still, though, to, to win an SEC championship. So we'll see how it all shakes out.
3: Coach, let's stick
8: with the SEC. And Kentucky goes
3: to LSU. It's a 75-74 win for LSU. Kentucky's got the talent edge, of course. Young kids, I get it with Calipari. But what's your take overall in Kentucky this year?
8: Yeah, kind of kind of up and down. Jekyll and Hyde a little bit. Um, you know, they've shown signs of what they can be, especially on the offensive end of the floor. We've seen how much they've struggled on the defensive end of the floor. We thought they were turning a corner after beating Ole Miss and then winning that game at Auburn this past weekend on college game day, holding Auburn to 59 points in the jungle. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, And then they did it, and they turn around and lose to an LSU team that's, look, Matt McMahon's doing a great job, especially in the situation that he walked into, but nobody saw that coming, especially after beating Auburn on the road. So they're just up and down. They have to find a level of consistency. They have to find a level of consistency on the defensive end of the floor. And I've said this a million times. I would not be shocked if Kentucky is in Phoenix. I also Hmm. would not be shocked if they lose in the first round. Wow. Love that. Let's go a couple
3: of nights ago. UConn tricky spot blew out Marquette over the weekend. They head to Omaha, You know, Creighton can fill it up. Do you just kind of write that off as it's a tough spot on the road? Or did you see maybe a few leaks there for UConn?
8: Yeah, I saw the leak. Just bomb as many threes as you can (laughs) and hope 15 of them go in or 14. I think Creighton made 14 threes the other night. So just bomb as many as you can. If 14 of them go in, you have a chance to beat the best team in the country. It was just, it was an unbelievable environment for Creighton. I don't put too much stock into it. Just like I don't put too much stock into Purdue losing at Ohio state. I mean, Ohio state right now, that whole program, the players, the assistant coaches that are now taking over the program. They're going through a lot and they came together and, and won a heck of a game. I, I don't think that's a knock on Purdue or there's something wrong with Purdue. Just like Creighton was inspired. They played an awesome game. They made a ton of shots Coach McDermott's one of the best coaches in the country. UConn is still one of the best teams, if not the best team in the country, and would possibly be the first team to go back-to-back since the Florida Gators did in 2007.
3: My weekly reminder that last year, Coach Matt McCall said before the tournament started, watch out for FAU boys, then called us from the Final Four when they (laughs) broke your bracket. So let's talk about the AAC. A great matchup tonight in Boca, SMU at FAU. I'm going to give you the number, a six and a half. So Florida Atlantis, a six and a half point favorite. Now, both of them are looking up at South Florida, who's a wagon this year, coach. Let's talk about this matchup with SMU and FAU.
8: Yeah, Rob Lanier and me work together at Florida, uh, doing an unbelievable job at SMU, the head coach, um, for the Mustangs, um, just doing a tremendous job. No one's really talking about them as much as they probably should considering, you know, the situation that he te- took over and, and what he's doing. FAU is, is they're dealing with all the expectations that came into being a final four team at FAU with your whole team back. And you're talking about a team that went to one NCAA tournament before the run they went on last year. So they're having to deal with that. I think that's why you see some of the struggles that they've had. But they're at home tonight. That place is electric, only about 2,800 people. It'll be packed. Um, I think SMU can cover the spread, but I'd like the Owls to win this
3: game. Coach, Washington State, not just in the Pac-12, but in college basketball, has been a great surprise this year. Now, the class of that conference is obviously Arizona. They face off in Tucson tonight. Arizona's a 13-point favorite. Before you give me your idea of the game with Washington State and Arizona, give me a big-picture view of Arizona. Do you consider them a legit national title contender?
8: I I totally consider them a, a legit national title contender, and I don't think that we're talking about them enough to be a national title contender. They had some struggles. They lost to FAU, which that win for FAU is, is carrying a lot of weight right now. Um, the job that Tommy Lloyd is doing, like think about this, and, and you look at Gonzaga and some of the struggles that they've had, and Mark Few is, is a Hall of Famer. He's done an unbelievable job. When he lost Tommy Lloyd, like it wasn't Mark Few – who came from Gonzaga, which is a mid-major program. I know we none of us think they're a mid-major program, but the league that they play in considers them a mid-major program. It wasn't Mark Few that took the job at Arizona. It was an assistant at that program <laughs> that t- t- took the job at Arizona. And the recruiting he j- does internationally, the style of play they play on offense, the transfers they took, they took the right transfers that fit what he's trying to do. they are a national title contender and what a story it would be to see them in Phoenix. Um, So I'm, I am, I'm super high on Arizona. I love the floor spacing. I love how they play. I love the the pace that they play on the offensive end of the floor. So I think they take care of business tonight. I really do. But every time I think someone takes care of business, they end up losing. I thought UConn would take care of business against Creighton. Uh, and they didn't, I thought Purdue would take care of business against Ohio state and they didn't. So maybe I'm not the guy to ask, but that's my opinion on this one tonight. (laughs) You're always the guy to ask just a minute and a
3: half here. Coach. And we'll let you go. Think about what sprinkles doing at Utah state. No points returned from last year's team. Ashworth goes to Creighton. He brings in a couple of dudes with him from Montana state and he's sitting atop the mountain West. That's incredible.
8: Top of the Mountain West, which right now I think Joey Brackets has six Mountain West teams in, five or you six five teams or six. in. He's got, he's got more than the ACC. It's one of the better leagues in the country. You look at the game last night between New Mexico and Colorado State. That came down to the wire, took a buzzer beater for New Mexico to win that one at home in the pit. Yeah, man, it, it, to see what Coach Sprinkle is doing is, is really remarkable. and That's a credit to him. You take over a job, you walk in there, you're thrown into the fire in this league, and you've got yourself in position to win the regular season and get an at-large bid in the NCAA tournament. Man, what a story, and that's super impressive for him to do in his first year there. He should get looks for National Coach of the Year. I mean,
3: it's it's just incredible. Coach Matt McCall, NBC Sports, Field to 68, at Coach Matt McCall on Twitter. Coach, you're the best. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. You got it, man. Looking forward to it. Okay, there he goes, Coach Matt McCall. That dude's good. Okay, we'll bring in the big guy here for a second. I I, I know, Dustin, I kind of laid it out yesterday, but the job sprint, I'm obsessed with this Utah State story because, again, it's like the amalgamation of what college athletics are this year. No points return, loses his best player transfer, comes over from Montana State. It's not like he's a big name, brings two of his players, goes and grabs a player from Oregon, a player from Maryland, recruits a freshman, and they're atop the Mountain West with potentially five or six bids. That's insanity.
4: Yeah, but the the Mountain West factor is what makes it even more incredible. There was some continuity in a lot of those top teams coming back. And for him to be up there with all that change in one offseason, taking over the program is wild. You're going to hear from Doc Rivers
0: next. The big guy. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table.
5: Hey, where are you? Coming!
0: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
3: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, become a VSIN pro over at slash pro. Get all the benefits, daily best bets, access to the betting splits. You got the upcoming big dance betting guide. We've got our Major League Baseball primer dropping on Monday. So, a lot of new information over at vsin.com. Become a pro, slash pro. Speaking of pros, we welcome Bobby Stanley. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, Dustin Sweetelson, PixWise, Player Prop Analyst, the Prop Shop Discord. You can find Bobby on Twitter, of course, at Prop Holiday. And for somebody that's married to the game, that being the association, when they go on an extended break, there's nothing else to do except you got to binge Love is Blind. So I don't know if we have any handicapping, Bobby, coming out of your binge of Love is Blind during the All-Star break. But if so, fire away.
6: I do. I have over one and a half of those relationships actually work out. It's heavily juiced on the under. Um, (laughs) No, man, I'm (laughs) excited. I'm excited for the NBA to return. I, I as you, you pointed out, I was I was watching some uh some Netflix with my wife to to give her the time. But no, we we got a lot of good matchups tonight, right out of the gate. Uh I think there's I think there's twelve games, uh, and eleven of those teams are actually on the front end of a back to back. So great scheduling by the NBA. Um yeah. I'll kick it off with, with Luka Doncic. Oh, go ahead. Please. No, please, go ahead. Let's go. I'll kick it off. Let's talk about Doncic. Over eight and a half rebounds, I got it at minus one ten. Now the, the recent trade, we're three games in. They're three and zero with Gafford and PJ Washington getting added. They're six and zero over the last six. I really think they're making a push up this Western Conference Finals, and we could see Doncic move his name up the board for the MVP list. So, averaging fourteen rebound chances per game for nine point three rebounds in a small sample size with Gafford and Washington. Um, but I think defensively, it takes some of the burden off Luca. You could throw a PJ Washington on a Kevin Durant, give him a weaker offensive player. He can kind of stag off, get a couple rebound opportunities. Um, I look at Doncic's rebounding profile. What does that mean? 30% of his rebounds are from long to mid-range shots. Now, I'm going to tie that information into the Suns. They shoot the most mid-range shots in the NBA over the last 15. So I'm getting it at a number I feel comfortable with, that 8.5 I'll touch on, um, but I'm getting it in a good matchup. That number 8.5, he's gone over in four of the last seven, and those three misses, they were eight on the nose. So I like the number. I like the matchup. Uh, And then lastly, we're getting Doncic with a little bit of rest when he has three or more days of rest. He averages 11.6 rebounds per game. So if you want to play over eight and a half, I'm going with that for one unit. You want to bring that down to half a unit. I would play his alt line at 10 plus rebounds at plus 165. Um, And then if you're feeling froggy for five or 10 bucks, you can't go wrong with a triple double. It's floating around three and a half to one.
3: I'm feeling froggy. I just jumped Doncic over eight and a half. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get out of the way. Just keep cooking, Bobby. Run through your props.
6: Let's go. Keep cooking. You guys came here for the Marvin Bagley props, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm on yes. I'm on Marvin Bagley of the Washington Wizards, another recent trade, uh, trade guy. He's got a double-double at plus 360 tonight against the Nuggets. It's in Denver. The spread's 15 and a half. Denver's great at home. I don't disregard any of that. As a starter with Washington, he's had a double-double in four or five games. All of those games, he played 28 minutes or more. On the season, when he plays 25 minutes or more, he's got a double-double in six of eight. So for Bagley, it's a matter of getting on the court. Um, and I think he actually does tonight. He's had success, somewhat success, against the Nuggets this season. He went 14-7 and seven against Denver in 17 minutes of play back in January. He had 18-8 and eight against Denver Back in November, if you're going to give me this at nearly four to one and he's had a double double in four or five starts as the Wizards, I'm going to throw a quarter of a unit anywhere up to to half a unit on this. So Marvin Bagley props, get him while they're cheap. Marvin Bagley,
3: the third double double keep cooking, Bobby Stanley. Let's go.
6: All right, last one, best one. This line may be gone on on some books, but the unicorn, Chris, that's Porzingis, over 18 and a half. This is a prime example of books hanging a weak number early uh, and it getting gobbled up. So I got this two days ago at 18 and a half. I see it's at 19 and a half, and it's juiced all the way up to minus 130 in some books. He's cleared 18 and a half, if you can still find it, in 58% of games, averaging 20 points per game on the season. No idea why this came out at 18 and a half. He's gone over 18 and a half in 60% of road games. And to no one's surprise, he's also benefiting from having the rest. When he gets three or more days rest, he averages 21.4 points per game. It's a good spot for him. Facing a Chicago Bulls team, allowing the most catch and shoot three-point attempts and three pointers made over the last 15. He's averaging two and a half catch and shoot threes a game for this Celtics team. Um, if you can't get the 18 and a half, it may be gone by now. I would play over one and a half three pointers made. It brings Vooch out of the um out of the paint, frees up the lane for Drew and Jalen Brown slashing. Uh, but eat the juice on that, on that over one and a half. I like his threes. Uh, I like his points.
3: This guy knows what he's doing. Bobby Stanley, picks wise player prop analyst. The Prop Shop Discord, at Prop Holiday, easy to follow on Twitter. Let's get to the Hornets. So Utah's hosting Charlotte tonight. You had them at nine and a half. I'll do you a half a point better. You can take Charlotte catching 10 tonight in Utah.
6: I'm shocked, man. I mean, they won three straight games in the Hornets since the trade. They look like an entirely different team. I mean, Trey Mann, big body guard, he, he's filling up the stat sheet. He's finally getting some some burn coming away from Oklahoma City. I know we'll talk about them in a little bit, but I like this team. I like how they're playing. Brandon Miller, he's he's coming into his own. I think he's averaging 22 points per game over the last three In that stretch, Miles Bridges looks good as well. I look at Utah. Yes, they're good at home, but their average margin of victory is about six points per game. I'm going to take the nine and a half on a Hornets team that they look like they're enjoying playing basketball again. So maybe we don't see LaMelo in a Hornets jersey much longer. But I'm taking the points. I'm taking them against Utah on the road.
3: Yeah, 10 does feel steep. I agree. The Hornets take the 10 at the Jazz I told you I wanted to ask you about the Clippers and Thunder just because it's an interesting matchup for a multitude of reasons. Right now, the Thunder are laying one and we've got a total of 235. I know you have a prop in this game, but I'd like to get an idea where you stand on both the Clippers and Thunder moving forward.
6: I have some exposure pretty early in the season to the Thunder uh, winning the West and winning the finals. I just really like their young core. I think I got it at 50 to one. I got it extremely early on in the season. Um, I'm sorry. I got it 35 to one early on in the season, but um, I like this team. I wanted them to, to get more of a rim protector at the deadline. Instead, they bring in Gordon Hayward, which is good because he could start over giddy to close the game. I'm excited to see kind of what Hayward looks like in this, in this thunder lineup, but the Clippers are another team. I bet them to win the in-season tournament. It was a couple weeks after the hardened, uh, Harden trade. They look terrible. But I knew the pieces were there. It might have been a little bit too early on the Clippers, but this is a battle for the second seed in the West. It could be a potential Western Conference Finals matchup, depending how the seeding shakes out. A young team, a lot to with nothing to lose and a lot to prove. Um, An SGA going for MVP, and then you got the vets over in LA that are they're sacrificing their ego. All of their usage came down. Harden's buying in. Um, I think the sky's the limit for both of these teams. This could be the game of the night.
3: Yeah, I can't wait to watch that one. Totally agree. Wanted to ask you just about Boston in general. You were talking about Porzingis earlier, Bobby. Like is this is they're so short in the market to come out of the East plus 110. They're plus 160 far and away your favorite yeah. to win a championship? Are you all in on this Boston team or do you got to see it?
6: I'm not all in on them. I, I don't like how they close games. I, I, they, they feel like they lose a little bit of steam late in games. I don't trust Joe Missoula. I feel like he can get out coached by a Tibbs obviously by an Eric Spolstra, the talent's obviously there. I question some of their bench, but that's why I think they, they went out and get a Jaden Springer. Um, I need to see more from their bench. Uh, I don't know the health of Chris Stapps. Obviously when they're all, when he's on the floor, they're the best five in the NBA. I totally, I totally respect that. But when you come to playoff basketball, you need to play six or seven deep and you need to be able to trust those guys. I don't know who I trust six or seven for that Celtics team. Uh, and again, the coaching and, and just how they've closed out games. So I don't think they're a slam dunk to win the East at all. The, the value's not there for me.
3: Tremendous. You're the best. Prop Holiday, PicksWise, make sure you check them out. PicksWise do a great job as well. The Prop Shop Discord now Love is blind, but unfortunately, you have to tell your wife that love is dead because you can't watch the show with her anymore, Bobby, because the NBA is back. Fair?
6: It's We're going to switch positions. She'll be the one on her phone on the couch while I sit and watch my show. It's, it's a fair swap. <laughs>
3: That's called marriage. The, you got to make sacrifices. At Prop Holiday on Twitter. Bobby, you're the best. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Take care. Okay, there he goes. And I do believe, as we say goodbye to Bobby, I believe the big guy has wrangled Bobby into part of being
4: part of the family with the family plays as well. Right, big guy. He's been extended an invitation into the family so we can expect more props coming our way from one Bobby Stanley at Prop Holiday, which to me is one of the great Twitter handles we've seen. No, it is. And you know what I like about Bobby? He just gets right into it.
3: I, I got Doncic over eight and a half rebounds. Let me cook. And I, as a host, that's what I like. It's just like, let me get out of the way. They're going to pay me to listen to a prop expert hand out props. So Donkic over eight and a half. Marvin Bagley, the third, a double, double plus money. Porzingis over 18 and a half. And I believe Dustin correct me, but Bobby also had Porzingis.
4: Was it a, a three and a half? Over. That sounds right. He Look, he's an ISO handicapper. Get out of his way, clear some space, and he'll get it done. Hornets
3: take the 10 in Utah. Great job by Bobby. We're back with the picks and closing some tabs next here Sharp Money.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.